Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl, Marie B, and I'm your host, and this is a story for Black Girl Misunderstood, but it's still all good. Before we get into today's topic, I would like for my guests to go ahead and introduce themselves. My name is Courtney Simone, and I am the CEO and founder of Adventure in Black, which is a full-service travel and entertainment company designed to uplift and empower um, Black travelers. So we do tours, excursions, and um, one-day trips also. Super excited to be here. I'm originally from Chicago, but I live in the Washington, D.C. area, and I've been here for about 10 years or so. Oh, great. Oh, that's awesome. Well, my name is uh, Jay Sheree Webb. I am a flight attendant, have been for four years now, originally from Chicago as well, but okay. currently living in Cincinnati, been here for about six years. That's what's up. How did both of you guys get? I know. I was both of you Chicago. What high school did you go to? If you don't mind me asking. <laughs> well, I actually, cool. I actually, when I came to high school, I transferred and moved to the Northwest suburbs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Called Huntley, so it was like PWI, of course. Right. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> But got into Ohio because I went to an HBCU. Shout out to Wilberforce University. Um, And then, of course, after college, got a a job and not flying automatically, but just stayed in the Ohio area because, of course, living was definitely cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I have a cousin who moved to Ohio. She loves it. She will never come back to D.C. She loves Ohio. I hear a lot of good things. Yeah, it's pretty Um, pretty nice. Yeah, I'm gonna go visit one day and stop playing around. Yes, um, girl. <laughs> yes, girl. Yeah, right. I want to go to Cleveland. I really oh, I, to Cleveland. I love Cleveland. Cleveland yeah. is a spot for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely put that on my bucket list. Yeah. Um. So, Jay Sherry, can you tell us a little bit about your background as a flight attendant? Yeah. So, honestly, um, I was. Uh, at first working for um, a hospital and um, I was tired of the, I couldn't do the nine to five anymore. Right. And so one day I just literally hopped on Google and was like searching flight attendant jobs. Boom. Really? And then, yeah. Like one day I was like, I'm tired of this shit. Like, let me look for <laughs> something else. <laughs> and came across like different airlines and then just put a whole bunch of applications in and literally maybe Six months to a year <sighs> later, I started getting phone calls and really? seeing if I was still interested. And then you had to do the whole, um, like, a phone interview. And then if you were good with the phone interview, then you came in for, like, a face-to-face. Mm-hmm. If you were good with the face-to-face and moved on, then they did background check. And then you do your training. And then that's where stuff gets kind of scarce and crazy because then it's all about faces and where Mm -hmm. they have like the majority of flying out of and then are you willing to basically like pick up and move up your life right to to go and literally like two weeks before I even got a phone call to say I was interested I started getting boxes from like the grocery stores and I was like I'm not going to be staying here for long like and doing this and started packing up my apartment like little by little and then two weeks later I got a phone call like hey are you still interested I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, And I love the fact that every day it's a different type of schedule in different hours, which is more of my speed. That's what's up. I notice, like, when I go, like, on a trip, you know how, like, the only thing I hate about the trip is 
the whole going back home and getting all my stuff and, you know, getting in the cab and all that stuff, I get very tired and overwhelmed. And I know you have to do that a lot. Like, how how was that feeling? Like, do you not get overwhelmed? Or you, you're just, your body's used to it? It took, honestly, it took about a good year. Like that first year, it took that entire time to really get acclimated because I was extremely fatigued. You get mm-hmm. sick a lot because you're up and down so much. And you basically have to be okay with knowing like you are a nomad like you live out of your suitcase and you have to be okay with knowing like every night you're in a different city in a different hotel and for some people Mm. like that first three to six months it's really really hard because you're missing your family you know the schedule they give you is what they give you like you don't have the seniority to just say like nope I'm not working these days like what they give you that's what you got to work and you're on like that six month like probationary period like some airlines right. it's three some it's six and you can't call off to if you're you know if you're sick you can't call off because of wow. something because you have thousands and thousands of people waiting to be in your position so they'll just cut you yeah. off and be like well we got another training group coming in they can definitely take your spot so okay. <laughs> they do not play yes <laughs> Your job be on indeed quick. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> so gosh. that's kind of like the the different side that people don't know. Like they think like, yes, it can be glamorous. It's so much fun. But once you get through that first six months to a year and get acclimated for real, like it's really not a hindrance. Like it doesn't bother me at all to be on the go. Girl, because I'd be tired on one trip. So I can imagine. <laughs> Shout out to you. Um, um, Courtney, can you tell us about Adventure and Black? Like, what does your company provide for Black travelers? I think that's yes. really, really dope. Yeah, so yeah. I guess I'll start with just a little bit of background. So I started Adventure and Black about a year and a half ago. Um, I, I would say what prompted it was I started to be in a position where I was traveling more, more consulting-based roles. And as I was going to all these dope places around the world, I realized, one, there really wasn't a centralized place for me to say, hey, I'm going to London next week. I have no idea what to do, mm-hmm. where to go, or where to even find, like, a bar where people look like me. Um, and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Like, you can do Yelp reviews, but sometimes it's just nice to kind of have everything in one place where you can find those types of things and that information so you feel comfortable right. when you're in that area. Um, The second piece to that was um, I started to be in a position where I wanted to travel a lot more, but I'm sure as you all know, trying to plan a trip with friends can be... Yes, girl. In itself, yes. <laughs> you start out with 10 people and it'll end up with exactly two or, or zero. zero. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I wanted to have something where black people could come together, go to a destination, whether they're by themselves or maybe with one other person and still have that group community. Um, I personally love solo travel, but sometimes it's always nice to kind of have someone there that you can, you know, go to the party with or go to the museum with. And just experience. Exactly. exactly. So that's really what Adventure in Black does. We provide everything from the itineraries, what to do on your free days for suggestions, as well as the fun, history, culture, and food into all of our trips and excursions. 
Um, but the big piece of that is really creating a community of like-minded travelers. So that way, if I meet you on yeah. a trip and, you know, you're in Ohio, I can be like, hey, girl, I'm in Ohio. You know, what's up? And really just yes. really create that network of, of, of longevity and people that you can meet from all across the United States and across the world. I love that. Right. I love that. I love it because I feel like, you know, back in the day, you know, going back in time, I don't really feel like going back there, but you know, a lot of black people didn't <laughs> mm-hmm. travel, you know, just like even in America, you know, with the Jim Crow laws and stuff like that, they were, you know, they had the green book because it was certain places that they could go to. So like, even now there's a lot of black people that don't have even mm-hmm. passports. They don't travel over overseas. They're kind of scared to go overseas because of the history we've had in America. So they feel like I can't go to this country because I'm not there. There's no representation for me there, but it really so is. Much. But, you know, so some much. people, they have that mindset, like, what am I going to go to? What's over there in London? Ain't no black people in London, but it is, you know, yeah. like they probably don't know that. And um, I'm noticing there's a lot of black people traveling. Like it's a whole movement right now. So it is. it's amazing. And, yeah. um, and speaking of that, like I recently, not too long ago, had a, uh, conversation with my parents and they were just now like they were born in the 50s so they're mm-hmm. just now like wanting to know more like mm-hmm. how they even go about obtaining a um, passport because mm-hmm. like my mom she's flown in like early 2000s to like Vegas yeah. or Florida my daddy has not flown since the 70s mm. okay his wow. his mindset is if I cannot drive there, there is no point of me being there. And you know, my, my daddy's from Mississippi. Okay. So his mindset oh, is wow. like, if you can't drive there, there is no reason for you to go there. Mm-hmm. Literally maybe seven months ago, they finally, they live in Vegas now, but they flew oh, from wow. uh, Vegas to El Paso to visit my older brother. And it's just mm-hmm. crazy because for four years, I had them on my benefits. They could fly wherever they want for free. Wow. Because parents are included automatically on your benefits, but they're also included with international flight flying, right? Yeah, immediate family members, right? Yeah. Um, Specifically for parents, um, some immediate family, like your siblings, they may have to pay, you know, the little tax fees or whatever. But your parents and like your significant other and child they have exactly what you got. So I'm like, mm, I've had these benefits yeah. for three years. And every time I'm trying to get y'all somewhere, y'all make some excuse. So now y'all want to fly. <laughs> exactly. You know, mm-hmm. so I had to give my dad the breakdown. Like, daddy, you can't smoke no more on a plane. So don't think about <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, like, you can't just be like, let me get a shot of cognac. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you got to pay for stuff. Right. But, you know, if I'm cool with the flight attendants and let them know. And of course, I flew with them there to El Paso to get them. acclimated back into the groove but they paid attention I was so proud that on their way back like I was working so I couldn't get back to El Paso to get them back and they were able to just do it on themselves together and I was so proud of that like y'all need to get these passports going so y'all could be coming you know international with me Uh and we could do stuff as a family more while y'all still here like get these experiences right right that's what's up I was at the um post office one day I was just mailing something off and it was like a whole lot of people in line I don't know if they were a family or they knew each other or what but so many of them were there 
trying to get a passport. So in my mind, I'm like, see, I'm West African. So like a lot of Africans and even Korean people, we live all over the world. Mm-hmm. So I have family like in Ghana. I'll go to Ghana. I'll go to Amsterdam, you know, stuff like that. So like that's kind of nothing to me. But then and no shade towards them, but it was just interesting. I'm like, wow. And they were like all mm. different ages. And I'm like, you guys don't have a passport. But that just goes to show, like, I mean, a lot of black people were just mm-hmm. limited. Yeah. Not even limited. They were just probably intimidated, you know, and um, you know, they're probably scared what's on the, you know, overseas or what's the unknown. So um I see a lot of millennials taking advantage of this. And I think they should. And I think shout out to your parents. Yes. Um I'm so proud of for them. even doing that. Yeah, <laughs> it's surprising and it's cool. It's all about experiences. Absolutely. So that's really, really important. Um, so what do you guys so you guys travel a lot. So wait, mm-hmm. Courtney, what countries have you guys been to or oh. do you have um oh up? for adventure and black coming up? We actually have a couple of trips. Thankfully, most the majority of them are in the latter year. So Finger crossed with everything that's happening mm-hmm. with COVID-19. We can continue with those trips and not have to push right. the dates. Um, but the one that I am most excited for is Brazil, which is taking place in August. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but Ooh. Brazil has a huge kind of like Afro-Brazilian community simply because yes. of yes. what yes. was happening around, around the slave trade and things of that nature. So we're really trying to highlight mm-hmm. that and highlight those communities through food, music, and culture because I think it's so important for us yeah. to understand that we are literally everywhere <laughs> around the world. We're everywhere. You know, like our everywhere. image is everything, our influence is everywhere. And to be able to highlight that and show people that look like you and, you know, probably talk and do some familiar things that you do um, here in the United States, I think is a great opportunity. Um, but that's, yes, Brazil when, when is, is going to be August 8th through 13th. Girl, I have to come. Girl, that's per- those are like I need to get out of this house. Perfect. Time. Like, and I always wanted to go to Brazil. Yeah, it's amazing. It's up. amazing. And then yeah. we also have Egypt and Dubai in October, um, and then Cuba okay. um, towards the December to January timeframe. Okay. Ooh, I have to just keep- look. Right. Let me go. Even- I haven't even asked for any days or like, right. Let me. Uh, right. Some way, somehow, I'll meet y'all right. over there. Okay. Right. No, seriously. <laughs> um, what are the most African American friendly countries and why? Hmm. What do you guys think? I would say, uh, hmm. just from my past experience, I went to Ghana last or oh, yep, last August. And it was Aquaba. Uh, <laughs> yes. It was when I tell you yeah. it was amazing. And I think for me personally, mm-hmm. being an African American, I've you know, kind of had this fear always like going to Africa. Like, why, one, why would you go to Africa? You hear that a lot. And two, I think mm-hmm. we're always told that like you're not going to be black enough when you get to Africa and all this other stuff. And when I say when yeah. it was the exact opposite, I ended up meeting so mm-hmm. many amazing people that I still keep in contact with today and treated me as if I was their, you know, daughter, sister, cousin. Like, and that experience was just amazing. Everyone there is so opening, open and just warm mm-hmm. um I came back to the U- yeah. U.S. like why am I here <laughs> like why am I here Girl, <laughs> you know what you know what I told myself by the time I'm 40 if I ain't got no kids and I'm not married, I might just move to Well, Ghana. they, they like, ready to get I'm married out there, girl. So every man that I met was like girl, right, they'll be <laughs> my wife I was like no sir but, 
<laughs> and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to hype Ghana up because that's where I'm from. But um, I, and when you said that you thought that you know it was gonna be like some negative aspect or whatever, but um, I feel like here in America, um, a lot of Black Americans feel like Africans mm-hmm. don't like them. Yeah, and then a lot of Africans feel like Black Americans don't like them. Um, but me growing up as Oh, African, like a really, really African American, you know, I was born and raised here, but my parents are from Ghana. Um, you know, a lot of African Americans were, you know, they were told to hate themselves, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, they had, they wanted no, no connection with Africa, no connection with Africa whatsoever. I used to get teased for being African. Like when my parents would drop me off at school, I'd be like, oh, please turn that music down. You know, like. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, turn that Wh- shit down, which, Yeah, it's crazy. I don't want to go through this. <laughs> and they see a lot of images of Africa. Like, you know, back in the day, they used to show those commercials in Somalia with those kids. They're yes. all malnourished with mm-hmm. flies on them and they're not moving and shit like that. Yeah. You know, they go to one village one village and made it seem all like of Africa whole is like Africa that. is like right. that. The whole and there's lions like and tigers everywhere. I've never seen a lion and tiger <laughs> in Africa. I've seen a monkey because some white man that lives across the street from us had a monkey on a leash. I don't know what that was about. I was just minding my business, but I was a kid. But like that's what they just think yeah. about Africa. But I tell African American people, you guys also have to think about what they say about you guys mm-hmm. on TV. Yeah. Everything is gang killing. There's nothing positive. So everything they show that's negative about Africa, and they show it's the same thing they show about that's negative about African Americans. They don't want they don't. us to connect. They, they don't they want don't. us to connect. Yeah. And I'm like, that's you know, I always hear that a lot of black Americans are like, man, Africans don't like us. And I'm like, it's not true. We like y'all, but I'm not going to lie. Sometimes we might not like your mm. ignorance. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, you guys have to learn. You have to learn your history. But these schools not. are not teaching them stuff like that. But not at to, all. Yeah. So they don't know, you know. So sometimes some people are a product of their environment. But back to Africa, I always tell them, that's not true. Get that out of your mindset. When you come to Africa and you're African-American, they're going to treat you like a queen. They want y'all, or a king. They want y'all to come home. They want y'all to come home, you know? Mm -hmm. They're rooting for you. So, don't ever think that we don't like y'all. That's not it. We need to get past that and get to know each other. And that's why, like, the president wanted, in Ghana, wanted everybody to come over for the year of return. You know what I'm saying? That was a big thing. That is. It was amazing. It was amazing, because a lot of people, I was like, come to Ghana, you know, my mom got, you know, a place out there we can stay. They were like, I ain't going out there. I'm ready to go That's back. That's the first thing they told I'm me. So but ready to go back. <laughs> yeah, when they saw it on Instagram, when they saw all those images on Instagram, they were all hitting me up. When are we going to Ghana? I was like, girl, you know hold on. Every, every fly isn't friend that I have that has visited um, different countries within Africa has all said the same thing. Like, I didn't want to mm-hmm. leave. I did not want to come back to the U.S. Like, I want to stay. Like, they made me feel so much at home. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, was, like, a light bulb switch. Like, man, I'm tripping. <laughs> I need to get my ass right. <laughs> over right. there and and just travel and get the experience. And then, mm-hmm. um, speaking of what you said earlier, like, of the, the ignorance of some people, 
My number one thing that I stress to like people or friends all the time that may hit me up asking about certain things of how I do when I travel. And my number one thing is you always research, research like look research. up the culture, mm-hmm. look up like mm-hmm. what are the do's and don'ts. Like, yeah, yeah. Make sure you are not, you know, disrespecting somebody by a certain mm-hmm. body language or hand gesture. You know, like yeah. actually take the time to look up or even try even learning like how to say mm-hmm. hi or bye or yes. something. You know, don't right. just go over there thinking you can do what you, you want to do in the U.S. versus there. There's different rules and laws. And if you don't respect it, like don't get mad Absolutely. when you get in trouble. Girl, some of those countries will beat your ass. Beat your ass. For real. Like they don't care. <laughs> There's no laws that you can get away with. <laughs> they be doing that shit in the Caribbean and Africa. Mm-hmm. Like they don't care, yeah. and they no pull. I don't, I don't think there's no nine one one. Oh yeah, there's, mm-hmm. I was like, where? How do you call nine one one? To this day, nobody has gave me the answer. Like, right? You better flag somebody, somebody down. Somebody, <laughs> right? Okay. The robber and all that shit would be gone by then. Probably rob your house again. You know, like it's certain things you can't do, so you have to come right. But you know, sometimes us Americans, we could be kind of arrogant. So true. We yes. could be kind of arrogant. So that's very yeah. true. Oh my gosh, this is too funny. Um, what are your travel goals? You guys have any goals, like any places you want to go or experience? Shoot, I'm just trying to get more stamps. I ain't even gonna lie. I I just want more stamps. I want my passport tatted up for real. (laughs) And like I've done some um solo travel, and I absolutely love it. I love like the first place I went to by myself was actually Amsterdam which was perfect because it was so easy to Mm -hmm. maneuver like Mm -hmm. it it was very easy for me I was very very comfortable but I do as a goal like usually I'm with one or two other people but I do want to go more places by myself to enjoy like my own time and not trying to make sure I get in what everybody else want to do, but just do specifically day by day what it is I would I say want. for that, Spain, um, I've been traveling solo a lot, but Spain, when I tell you I had the best time by myself, uh, it was just amazing. Ooh, really? so, yes. and I have a, uh, so after this, we can connect. But I know like so many dope people from like people that own boats where you can sail on the Mediterranean to mm-hmm. all the tapas and yeah, and girl, was, yeah. It was just I I couldn't hmm. I feel like that was the most fun I have had by myself in a very long time where it was just like I'm free doing my own thing and you know living my best life. So mm. I love that. Who has like the Ooh. hottest guys? Mm. Like what? What country mm. has the hottest black guys? Hmm. Okay, so I'm a sucker for an accent. So, like, I'm we just gonna cut America out. Like, I'm a yeah. thousand percent sure my husband is not in America, girl. Um, Ooh. but I'm gonna say, like, <laughs> I love a UK accent, like a British accent. I was gonna oh say my that, God. like, Facts. yes, I agree. You could look I like yes. you got a British accent, you know what, sir? Mm. You got it, <laughs> you panties like, off. <laughs> it's just <laughs> something about that accent to me where I'm just like. I love it. I love it. And you know what? I thought it was just me. Nah, girl. Mm -mm. It's a beautiful thing. And especially when it's like random and you meet some people 
and I'm sure y'all have experienced this too, where they'll ask you like, uh-huh. where are you from? I hear mm-hmm. you, I know, I know I hear an American accent, but no, like, where really are you from? Uh-huh. Yeah. So then, and then, because I've had it where they say, but you don't look like the atypical or American. So where are Mm -hmm. you from with your features? Like, you're just beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm black, but thank you. (laughs) I think think why they ask that is because, you know, like in Europe, it's a lot of African and Caribbean people that Mm, migrated there over the years. So. So That's when true. they like, yeah, you black American. So, and sometimes some Europeans, they expect for all black Americans to know mm-hmm. exactly where they're from, but not everybody has traced their roots, true. but some of those DNA tests are not yeah, even I was accurate, about that. So. Not at all. Yeah. 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 I'm, so I think that's probably why they act like, hold on. What are you Haitian? Are you Trinidadian? Mm-hmm. What are you? You know? Um, so I think that's really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys ever watched Top Boy? Mm-mm, I don't think so. No, it's on Netflix. Mm. Oh, I've um, seen the I've seen the trailer. I've seen the trailer. Yeah, they're like in South London. That's why I was like, look, adding that to the shit. list. All adding that to the list. Right. Girl. Let me let me write that down. Top yeah. Top. Let me watch that later. It, I need some new it, stuff it to came watch. Out in 2011, and then um, the the next season just came out again, like last year to that like the end of really? 2019 girl when i tell you that shit makes me want to go to london and get me a dude from well uk you, like you know, tender tender I'm has like, been like setting so you could be wherever you want to be in the world so mine are currently set really? over to the uk so <laughs> okay. oh my god <laughs> oh, well, that's right. so you know gotta 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 speak yeah. in existence you know <laughs> right. oh my god i know that's right um so, what do you guys think about vacations? I, I have, I love I a love vacation. Them. I currently don't have a bay, but like, you know, when I get one, <laughs> we're gonna. I feel like whoever I'm with has to love to travel. You know, like I can't be with someone that's just yeah. like, oh, yeah. no, you go ahead. No, we go ahead. You know, like I want someone who is right. already putting a trip together, thinking about the next location. Like that's what I need. You know, so. I feel like if whoever that person is is down with, you know, going to see the world, I think it just makes art makes it even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I I have a boyfriend and it took him a little minute to get used to it because mm-hmm. it's a little different on my side because he's he's on my benefits as well. But mm-hmm. you know, whenever we travel, it's it's standby. So once he learned how to maneuver around, like there's times where, you know, we can set a schedule of where we want to go and get to the airport, you know, seats are filled. We don't get on it, get on that flight. Boom. Now we got to go and look at the flight board and just pick and choose. Like, let's do any Mm -hmm. money more. Like where we want to go. Okay. Boom. We gonna we, we gonna go there. Oh, that's Um, dope. it, It is. It's fun. Um, there's been times where, especially since we live in Cincinnati, you know, mm-hmm. that's not a major hub. Mm-hmm. So we apply to like Chicago, Chicago or New York or wherever we can go. Yeah. And if it's, it's fun when I'm working that flight specifically and he jumps on. And so he's like my passenger, he gets okay. to see how 
I am. And he even said, like, man, I have a whole new respect for flight attendants. Like, I thought y'all just be swinging <laughs> peanuts and pretzels and serving coke, you know? <laughs> He's like, but damn, like, y'all be doing a lot. Like, y'all got to cater to uh-huh. every single person's need and make sure you're not yeah. making somebody feel like you're leaving them out or ignoring them or, or what have you. Uh, once he's learned how to do that, like he's traveled like on his own on the benefits. He knows how to not panic when stuff doesn't go right. Mm-hmm. Because last year, no, two years ago for his birthday, I surprised him um, with like okay. all inclusive to Cancun. Okay. Stuff didn't stuff did not go right okay that first day but he was like (laughs) all right well let me go on such such website let me see what airlines are flying out this day at such such time while I'm maneuvering around trying to talk to the gate agents and looking at the board and doing other stuff like he wasn't making Mm, it where it was all on me like I have to do everything so that made the vacation even better but we've we've traveled together internationally like small little places um but we're definitely wanting to do like the long haul flights because i love the the good old long hauls like right let me go to sleep let me take some z quill so hopefully when i wake up right hopefully by the time i wake up they're like okay in two hours oh can i I hear that thank you i don't know (laughs) Oh, I, I don't know I what it them. is. I don't know if there's like a flight attendant like sensor that's in my body, but I could be not one. I fall asleep very easily on the plane. Like I'm the person that is asleep before takeoff. Girl. But as soon as that cart come around, I'm like, oh, yep. Um, you know, I don't know what it is. Like it's just like <laughs> you a sensor up. in my body. It's like mm, food is approaching. You need to get up. <laughs> what do you guys think yeah. are some some of the most like romantic places or you know, resorts to visit. Mm-hmm. I would for say a vacation. Uh, recently, secrets. Uh, well, any secrets resort, any secrets. I was going to say that in Jamaica is really yeah. nice. Um, honestly, like I feel like if you're going to mm-hmm. do a vacation, like all inclusive is obviously the way to go. Like, you know, any place right. that has a it beach. Is. Like, I don't know. I'm just a very tropical type of person. Um, but also, I think France, yeah. one, my first time in France was, oh gosh, maybe like five years ago now. And I was just so shocked at how okay. beautiful it is. Like, I've never seen a more beautiful city in my life. It's something about, like, the architecture. Really? The, the, the people, mm-hmm. the atmosphere. It just, like, it literally, like, screams love. It's so weird. Um, it's like being in a movie, but actually there. Um, but those are probably my top two destinations. Any type of beach, and then Paris, France. Okay, I agree. I agree. And to add on that, like I have not been, but it is on the list mm. is Greece because I've heard from other flight attendants, even pilots that have significant others, and the, they've told me like, oh, it's good for you know solo or groups, but when you find mm-hmm. the, the the right hotel or resort and go to like Greece that you will have like the most romantic time so I definitely have that on on my list to do um that's funny that you said that like me and my friends we we wanted to go to Greece um this summer like in June (laughs) but obviously we were like oh we're gonna get our tickets in March that's dead so I'm still looking towards that you know towards that when all this stuff is over 
Um, I'm so down for a trip to Greece. Like, mm-hmm. I want to go to Santorini. Like, I want to be on a beach, yeah, somebody's man. boat. Like, I'm trying to live it up. And I want to get some yeah. good wine, you know? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a, that's a bet. Yeah, I heard. That's really dope. Um, do you guys have any great places for a girl's trip? Hmm, girls. Honestly, like, I feel like girl's hmm. trips are very interesting. I feel like you can go anywhere for a girl's trip, honestly, if you have the right group. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I think yeah, girls trips you, you can. should be really mm-hmm. about like one, like having a good time and just, you know, really just getting to know your your friends a little bit better, you know, whether that's like everybody yeah. coming together, like airing out any, you know, any negative vibes, getting all getting all the good vibes into the atmosphere and things of that nature. So I feel like anywhere could be like a good girls trip. Um you know, so I'm I'm pretty agnostic to that one. Yeah, yeah I I just know I just know like if I plan a girls trip, I know like all girls are different. You know, girls can be catty, but then girls can also be and positive. You know, like I know the girls I hang with, they're like, "Hey, girl, you know when they meet you, hey sis, nice to meet you." You know, stuff like that. But yeah, everybody can't travel with everybody, <laughs> so I always Ooh, yeah, that is it's, fact. it's true. Like, you may be able to, like, chill and go out to dinner or brunch and have a good time, but not everybody can travel together. So, like, I feel like sometimes when you travel, you get to see different sides of people, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, That's when their true personalities come out. Yeah. And nothing negative, but maybe characteristics. So I always try to make sure everybody... If I'm inviting somebody you may not know, mm-hmm. I want to make sure everybody can match. I will say with that, kind of, I think this is so. just a thing for group travel in general, whether you're traveling with a group of girls, whether you're traveling for a party or whatever. Uh, I personally prefer a hotel unless I really know the people that I'm with. Mm-hmm. Like I've done like the whole like villa type of thing where everybody's in one room or one, you know, um, home or something. And between people not cleaning up the kitchen or like, it's just, a you know, Mm -hmm. it can be a lot. Mm -hmm. So I would say for those that are thinking about doing it, like if you're going to go for like the whole, you know, one home or one cabin type of thing, like just make sure that you're comfortable with those people because you're essentially living with them for an extended amount of time. And if you want right. to make sure your friendships stay intact, like I tend to go for the hotel route, you know, where everybody got their mm-hmm. separate room, you could do what you want to do in your room and we can all yeah. go out and venture out together. Right. Yep. Yeah. Cause everybody has I, different mm-hmm. behaviors Absolutely. and different habits. Yep. And you know what, on top of that too, um, there was a time where I traveled with the same two people because we did one trip together and we had a great time. It was fun. So it was like, okay, this was like a test. Mm-hmm. So I could travel with you. Like mm-hmm. we could go multiple places. And these are two people where like we've even worked flights and trips together. Okay. But then then where's the time where we went somewhere and one particular person literally, like you said, like we got uh-huh. a villa. Usually we did hotels, but we decided to do a villa. We're like, shit, we about to do it big. Like, mm-hmm. We are, like, we're in Australia. Like, we're about to, like, go different and go to different places and not just stay in one major city. Right. And mm-hmm. homegirl, like, flipped a switch on us and was like, 
I don't feel comfortable going anywhere by ourselves because we went different places together yeah. and there were parts of the day where it was like, well, you know what? I want some me time. I want to go check out the shopping scene. So I'm going to do that for about a couple of hours. Let's reconvene at this time. This other person, they may have wanted to go check out something that maybe we weren't interested in. So they went by themselves. So we always kind of expressed mm-hmm. like what we were going to do. This girl, let me tell you, laid in the bed what? the entire four oh, days. No. And I'll The entire four days. Yes. Like, I just didn't understand. Like, I was like, girl, you came all the way oh, wait, you that's not a short 17 flight. hours to stay in the right. room, like, to stay in your bedroom in this nice-ass villa to just watch netflix on your phone girl you should be outside like, looking at kangaroos like come on like as bears. soon as we walk like as soon as we walk out like girl you on the beach like you could go to the beach while we're doing this and like lay out right i just don't feel i just don't feel comfortable like doing it by myself like y'all come with me she wasn't in okay her comfort well zone. how about she wasn't in her comfort zone but i'm like well while i'm doing this like do you mind maybe here's the money yeah. like do you mind just going to the grocery store that's literally the next street over mm-hmm. grab some stuff so we can cook because we the only thing I like when you're in groups is you're so much on the go and wanting to drink and get away that eating wise you're not trying to eat uh-huh. over excessively like you do maybe if you're at home if you eat big so cooking yeah. and everything that also is a way of bonding and kicking it yeah I'll just wait until y'all get back and then we could go together you know what I can't, you know, maybe if it was since it was like a four hour flight to like, you know, to the DR, it was Mm -hmm. cool because it's all inclusive or, you know, because we went somewhere like Florida, Vegas or whatever in the States, it was cool. But because it was so far away, I don't know if she was super drained, but this, you, you do this every day with working. Yeah. And she was, she was just not with it. And then that's when it like switched, like, nope, when it comes Mm -hmm. to long hauls. I can't do yeah, it with her. Can't. Like if you gonna if you gonna sit in the crib yeah, in an Airbnb crazy. for for four days and not do absolutely nothing, but then pop on social media Ew. like I had the time <laughs> of my life, girl. You was sitting. <laughs> Did you really? Because you was just in your bed in your room and yeah. in the Airbnb. So what you talking about? Right. So I did I did learn that very very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like ooh, that's this one crept up on me. I can't do long hauls. Right, you, I'll right. stay local. I'll stay local with you, but yeah. overseas, no, can't even do it. Mm-mm. So you said that you stayed at some Airbnbs. So you know, um, we always see like in the media sometimes. You know, Airbnb they had some issues when you know the gas when they finally yes. see the gas. Have you guys ever had any challenges overseas um, renting out an Airbnb? I have one time and that was when I went to Ireland Mm -hmm. and it wasn't really much so what we looked like. It was because I had already told the lady, like, this is the amount of people. So in total, it's five of us. She gives me the breakdown. Uh And then once we get there, because we never met the lady. She didn't meet us like at the Airbnb. Sometimes they'll meet you just to greet you Mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. No, none of that. When I messaged back, like, on our way to provide, the, to get the to- the code and everything, all of a sudden, 
Oh, it's an additional $15 charge per person. What? You could have told me this last week when I then told you that there were five of us. Right. So why did it change? So it did make me think like, did somebody around in the neighborhood see you that they saw a random five random black yeah, people? Yeah, five like, black people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like right down the street, kind of like waiting for a response back by the building type of thing. That all of a sudden now you want to add an like additional that. fifteen on top of people. Yeah. So I think it, that that may have have happened. Like somebody like mm-hmm. um, I see somebody trying to get into your building. Right. Yeah. And they're black. <laughs> um. So well, yeah, I've had to, that. Really? You know that happened to Bob Marley's granddaughter. Yeah, um, I didn't even know heard, about that. Yeah, in California, they were doing something. Um, I don't think maybe it wasn't a video shoot, but um, they were going into an Airbnb, and the lady across the street. Oh, okay, I didn't um, hear about this. Said they were breaking in, and they were like, "We've been here." Yeah, and they were like, okay, "Oh, you yeah. gonna find out?" They the police didn't know who she was. Um, she didn't even say who her grandfather and her grandmother was, um, but. I don't know what happened after that. I didn't really catch on to that, but it was just interesting. Like, you know, these people, they come in here and then afterwards when they find out they're black, they don't want Mm -hmm. them to come in. And that's been a big issue um, all across the world. But I think Airbnb, they have tightened up. So these issues doesn't happen again because yeah, it's kind of scary to go somewhere and then, you know, you're across, Mm -hmm. you're across the world and you can't even get in. You, you know, you're just stuck and stranded. So, are you guys hip to guys' trips to, like, DR, Brazil, and Colombia? What do you mean? Um, you don't yeah. know what I'm talking about. So, okay. Um, like, I, I, I've known of, like, some guys when they go to, like, group trips. When they go to Dominican Republic and Brazil, Sex a lot tourism. of them, they go down there for the women. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Let me just say oh, what that it was, is. Yes. Sex tourism. Girl, call it how it is. Let's just call yeah. it what it is. Sex tourism. Um, are you guys hip to that? You guys are hip to that? Obviously you are. Uh yes. so now that like, yeah, now that you explained it, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I had a coworker, like an old coworker, and I remember when he was um yes. he was engaged or whatever, and then he had his his bachelor party right. in Dominican Republic. <laughs> and this is how, like, he just, it was just an eye opener for me. And then he was just explaining to me, like, so basically on Instagram, it was him and all the boys in the villa taking a picture. Like, we're just talking about good times mm-hmm. and reminiscing. Like, nobody else was there, right? But that was just for Instagram. So when mm-hmm. he comes back to work, he's showing me the video. What? And it was like 24 bitches in there, okay? Shake it. Yes. Yes. 24 <laughs> badass Dominican girls. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then they're all they were prostitutes pretty much. And this is not no like dirty guy or nothing like like he's a dope dude. Like he's kind of like that. So it was just like wow, like you'll pay for pussy, you know? And then I'm he was like it's $150 what? for 24 hours. And Yes. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Say that again. $125? $150 for 24 hours. And I was shocked that, excuse me, that he was telling me this. And now that I look at it, when I see all these guys mm-hmm. on Instagram and these trips to Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. Colombia, and Brazil, 
I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. So that—that's what that is. I don't want to throw the bus, but no. So now, like, I have like friends or like they're they're man. They like, oh, you going to dr? I don't think so. So when I hear guys saying, yeah, I'm going to dr. And I'd be like, what are you going to DR for? They were like, oh, just me and my boys. So, yeah, I'm just throwing it out there for the women. Just be careful. That's so funny that you said that because my boyfriend originally was like his um, group of guy friends. And they're all in the same fraternity. They all cross together and everything. They they do their guy trips mm-hmm. like once or twice a year. <laughs> and that's exactly where they're supposed to be going. And My bad. My bad. No, but it's. No, but it's it's funny though because he was like, you know, even with um, I, I call coronavirus, I call her Big Rona. So right. even with Big Rona, like on the on the table, he's like, man, these these niggas is gone. Hold on, buying these tickets now. Saying in July we going to the DR. He mm-hmm. was like, they really mm-hmm. want to go. I was like, I'm wondering why they want to go so bad. Mm-hmm. But now you're coming like, oh. What, yeah. Go, baby. Have a, have a good time. Don't, don't you know? Just ha, have a don't good have time. Don't have too much fun now. You know <laughs> I mean? But that that makes that makes more. Right. Don't have too much fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want you to feel like because whenever we do our our own separate vacations, mm-hmm. we we mm-hmm. make sure like if he's with his guys, like I'm not hounding him. I'm not even hitting him up. Right. He may right. hit me up like yo like these niggas wanted to do such and such like they go into a club he's not big into clubs so he'll mm-hmm. be like you know what i'm gonna go do this instead because there's so many of them usually it's like 10 to 13 of them and they do this every year okay. we're different and some of them that have the same personalities they'll they'll group off together and do something else so <clears throat> i'm not the type to try to hound him or like so what are you doing how come you didn't call where me? are you no Why are you not i answering? always right exactly. i always tell him like babe make sure you have a good time because sometimes you get into that old man mode mm-hmm. where you just you'll you'll do like the touristy things and then you chilling or you'll go to the clubs with them but you're the one that's sitting down like mm-hmm. looking exactly. like okay i'm over it like actually have a good time so you know if your friends if that's what they gonna be trying to do which his groups of friends i know now mm, they just have to go have a good time girl it is fine <laughs> you go ahead and you have a good old time because i am not gonna put no rain in your parade okay. you know if that's what they want to do y'all Absolutely. have a good time y'all just, just be safe be about safe it, about it. Just be you know, safe I feel about like, it. And it's not just like mm-hmm. guys. I actually learned about it when I was in Ghana, like from this guy where I was on the beach and we're just having a conversation. And he's just like, Yeah, a lot of you know, white women come out here to be with African dudes. Like, and I'm like, What? Like and they yeah. making money off of this. Like, they'll pick somebody up at the hotel, mm-hmm. work at the hotel, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. you know, so as long as you being uh no, like the white women, the African men, right? Mhm. Or giving oh, money. The white women are making money. Giving money. How? They the, what? Yeah, like it's just like just. Oh yeah, they've been doing that in Jamaica. People that likes to travel for the low, but like I expect a lot. Like my friends think I'm the craziest in the world. Like at certain places I won't stay at, certain locations I won't stay at, but I'm not trying to spend an arm and a leg. Um, I would say the biggest tip that I have for folks, right. number one, is figuring out how you can use your points. Like, a lot of people don't really know how to leverage points. Uh, I know, like, find you a credit card, one that's going to reward you for using it, and use it for things that you would already be spending your money on. Like, I pay right. my rent with my credit card. 
So, like, yep. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Like, my rent Damn. is my biggest expense. So, if I'm going to end up spending, know, you right. know, okay. more than $1,000, you know, yeah. or more, you know, and get double points on that every time I use it, you know, that could be up to $30,000 a year sometimes, depending on where you live. So, you know, do it for what you're wow. spending your money on. So that wow. way you can be able to, quote unquote, afford a trip because a lot of people feel like travel is not affordable. It's just on how you do it. Uh, but then when it comes to budgeting, just figure out like what you want to do and what you're interested in. You know, if you trying to, st- if you just trying to stay at the hotel, like you could have a really free game. inexpensive trip. But you, if you know you want to go out, you want to eat every night, you want to do this, you want to do that, you want to go sightseeing, mm-hmm. you want to, you know, just figure out kind of what you want to do and what your experience looks like. And I think it's the same as like budgeting for, uh, budgeting for the week, mm-hmm. you know? Figure out those activities that you want to do and figure out how much money you're willing to yeah. spend and put towards that trip yep. um, and go forth through that way. That was free game. I, I appreciate girl, that. Girl, yes, it was. Because um, for me on my end, of course, it's a, a little bit different with prepping and budgeting mm-hmm. because, of course, everybody start off with a big old group chat. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the week of or the week before the trip, you know, <laughs> you may have two to three, maybe yourself. But um, <laughs> for real. But, um, like, for me, the way I start with the prepping is um, I always use, like, my memo notepad on my phone and I always know the group of people to try to, you know, to ask, like, hey, I'm trying to go here in the next, like, two or three months. Like, for us, because it's like, okay, this is my vacation time. Or I have, like, the schedule I got, I'm going to have, like, four or five days off. Because I feel like you could do a lot in four or five days, Mm -hmm. depending on where you go. So, you know, I always ask, like, send pictures of specifically wherever we go, send what it is that you want to do. So each day we could try to do that. Or, um, Or I'll say things like, um, okay, so researching wise because I'm usually the person that I'll I'll do the research of every airline that we could hop on and what the taxes are to come back and what routes to take depending on the major city yeah. if it's a shorter short amount of miles it's not that much to get yeah. back so I'm that person that has all the routes to take there and coming back and then I'll say okay so looking at blogs and you know, reading different um, websites and stuff of what people are saying, it looks like our budget per person is going to be this amount. Like when I did um, 12 days backpacking over in Asia, I only needed $600 and still came back with like 50 to $60 uh-huh. US once I like converted it back because okay. it was so cheap that I didn't need that much but mm-hmm. I always yep. try to add more for those just in case purposes because I'm the type of person where the way I pack I don't pack I pack for essentials of what I need right. because I'm that person mm-hmm. when I'm, I'm there I want to shop <laughs> and have that extra empty bag mm-hmm. that's already packed to bring a whole bunch of shit back okay right. so that's usually how I do with like the, the budgeting and prepping to make sure you know, we have the amount of money, but also for flight attendants, if this route doesn't work, what other airline could we hop on while we sit here stuck at the airport to get to where we need to be? We may have to split up, mm-hmm. but we go as long as you get back in the States, don't matter what state you're yes. in, 
You'll find a way back as home. As long as we're able to... You'll find a way you'll back home. Way. Trust believe. Right. Um, talk about the airport. I don't know if this it's always happens to me. Um, I always get searched. I always have to do the random search. All the time. Mm. I hate it. I don't know why. It's just me. It's just me. When I go with a group of friends, you know, like if I have a weave, they always go through my, you know, check my hair and stuff <laughs> like that. And I'm just like... One day I just had enough. I just I think I was drunk anyways, but I was just like I was coming from Vegas. And I was like, <laughs> why do you guys always have to check um do you guys check anybody else's hair? Any of you know the white girls or Asian has been you guys always check my the black girls' hair. Why is that? She was like because they right. through wigs <laughs> and stuff. I said, first of all, this is a sewing. It's not a wig. Get it right. You know, don't play with me. Educate but yourself. girl, she just brushed me off, but I'm just like uh-huh. We're not the only ones that wear weaves. And why do we always have to be checked? I've had like two different experiences. One was actually in Canada and I was working and had on my uniform, walking up through um, the customs area, scanning my badge and everything. And the guy was like, is this really you? Do you have another type uh-huh. of identification? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm with my, I'm with my oh. crew. Oh, well, you don't look like a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. What the what the fuck you mean I don't look like a flight attendant? You know what? Can you grab your supervisor? And he's like, well, we've had an abundance amount of um, people where they're basically um, pretending to be a flight crew just to try to get through what? the faster. So lane. they wear a whole outfit. I mean, like so so I'm wearing a whole outfit. <laughs> got my food bag, my flight attendant roller bag, and and I'm dolled up for for what mm-hmm. so it got to a point where my my captain like stepped in was like what the hell is going on what is what is the problem what is the issue this is my crew member why are you giving her a problem mm-hmm. on top of that i'm like so i'm the only black person out of a crew of white people so you think i'm just gonna find some random white people right and be like hey y'all y'all come with me um so i could try to get through quicker right like that don't make no damn sense and then um another one i commute to my base so I work out of Chicago. So I have to fly from Cincinnati to Chicago. And one time the, what we call the KCM, it's the known crew um, members like Lane. Mm-hmm. That was closed because it was late. And I'm in my uniform. I got everything on. So I go through regular TSA. They went what? through all my bags, throughout my food. What? And I'm like, but I have on my uniform. You're not supposed to do that. And the dude was like, I don't care if you have a uniform on or what? not. And I said, oh, but if I if I was blonde hair, blue eyes, you wouldn't have done that. He was like, do you want to get through or not? Wow. Like, Fuck you. But I have learned through customs. I always get the X mark when you, uh, if, especially if it's like the electronic. Mm-hmm. I always have to go through the extra screen mm-hmm. because I've learned that mm-hmm. my name is a, is a predominant um Indian name, mm. Jay Sheree. So every so every time I go through and I'm overseas, no matter what country, I always get the X mm. and I always have to get the extra search because of interesting. So I've learned that. Oh my gosh. Well, it was really good talking about traveling while black. So this concludes this episode. So before we end this episode, I want um you guys to Tell them what your Instagram names are and where they can find you. All right. Well, my name is Jay Sheree Webb, and you can find me on Instagram, Jay Sheree, which is J A Y C H 
E-R-I-E underscore Josette. And I am Courtney Simone. You can find me on Instagram at T-H-E, the Courtney Simone, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y-S-I-M-O-N-E, all one word. Um, And then for my business page, definitely make sure that you follow Adventure in Black. And that's A-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-I-N-B-L-A-C-K. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh. And make sure you guys follow Black Girl Misunderstood on Instagram and hit the link in our bio. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, thank Anchor you. App, this was amazing. Republic. Thank you guys so much. Bye, everybody. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Yeah, it's a